Well, episode 77 has not gone up yet. I meant to do it last night just to get one out. I'm going to do another one soon. But this is episode 78. Um, hopefully it'll be a little more uh, together than 77 was. 77 was just kind of a, a moment. But I want to be open and honest and share all of this stuff. So that's what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, so picked my daughter up today. It was pretty much normal day for us. Got her at 8 a.m., brought her back home. And then I had to work, so she just did her thing as always and just kind of read and did some schoolwork and just was her awesome self. And so I had bought this uh, drone off meh.com, M-E-H.com. And it was just a little simple drone. It was like two of them for 19 bucks or something. Like that's kind of the premise of the store. And I get it out and the thing's awesome. Like it's really, really good and cool. And my daughter keeps wanting to play with it and play with it and stuff. And I'm just like, wait till I'm done. Let's get it figured out. Cause I didn't want her to like, you know, set it on a roof or something. Well, I get done working and she's flying it. And she's having a blast. I mean, the thing's really cool. It's got great distance. Well, in true fun fashion, um, she flies it once. I get a little panicked about it going on a roof and we find it. She's like, I'm better at flying it than you. And just loving life. And then, as I'm sure you can tell, this takes a left turn, but uh, so the new apartment we live in has all these trees behind us. And I'm watching this thing like go, go farther and farther away. And I'm like, oh crap. So I run over and try to grab her and she's just having a blast. She's tasting it and she's just happy as can be. I mean, just happy. And uh, um, the thing just shoots into the woods. And I'm like, oh. She immediately gets upset. And I am—I always try to like set a precedent for her and let her know, like, hey, this might happen. Good, bad, right, wrong, whatever. I always try to like give a preference so that, you know, she's not disappointed or whatever. Just knows that, you know, we're going to try to do X, but Y might happen. And I just look at her, I'm like, sweetie, that, that might be gone. She immediately starts bawling. I'm like, I'm going to go check, but it just went into the woods. Like, I think it's gone. I'm climbing it in their wet trees because it rained earlier. So I'm climbing up wet trees, going up these things, and I'm trying to find it. And it's kind of connecting for a minute to the remote so I can hear kind of zzzz and just can't find it anywhere. Like, just, it could be up in a tree. It could be up in any tree. It could be, have fallen all the way to the ground. It just... Oh, it was horrible. And she was just bawling. And so, um, yeah, so that's where that one ended at. It was, it was horrible. I mean, just crushed me. Well, she's bawling and I'm trying to tell her, like, I'm not upset. I'm not mad. One, it costs like nothing. And so it's not a big deal. I'm trying to like emphasize that to her and just let her know, like, sweetie, it's okay. It's okay. It was an accident. She's just so sad and talked about how she loved it. And she was really having a good time. Sometimes she's like, that was my favorite toy, like a lot of kids do. And you're like, literally you had it for two minutes and you're not going to care about it in three seconds. Like this she loved. And so I'm just talking to her about it and letting her know or whatever. And she is literally just losing it. And she's usually tired because she's not getting enough sleep at her mom's house. And she's usually eating crappy food for the most part or mixing crappy food with some my not crappy food. So like when I get her, she's just done like just wore out 
and just, you know, needs like she was asleep at seven ten is usually her bedtime on her first night with me. It starts to adjust as she's been here a couple days, but so she's just cashed out and I assume she's just crying because no sleep, bad food, and just wore out. So I'm just letting her go and I'm giving her a minute and one minute she wants me to hold her, the next minute she doesn't. I'm trying really hard to like, you know, find the medium and I'll give her space and then she walks over to me and is like, I just want you to hug me and I'll hug her and then she'll look at me and like, I need time alone. I'm like, okay, like, I'll just let you get it out and understand this probably isn't about the <laughs> remote control drone. This probably isn't about anything other than lack of sleep and shitty food. Well, I'm just like, I'm going to give you a minute. So I went out, got the mail, came back, and she was still crying super hard. And I'm like, sweetie, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not mad. Nothing bad happened. It was an, it was, it was literally an accident. I'm not even, like, trying to do whatever. Like, I could have stopped it sooner. I played a role in this, whatever. And she's like, I'm not crying about the drone. And I'm like, oh, God, why? She's like, one of my fish is dead. Oh, like, just, what? So... I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but I assume I have a couple weeks ago, and I did start an Instagram where I've been talking about this, but I picked her up a couple fish, and I'm just paranoid as heck to do it, because I just don't want them to die. Like, I'm just so sad that these fish are going to die, and she told me about a fancy Nancy book, and I apologize if I've already said this, where she learned that goldfish die in that, and they don't have a long lifespan. I'm like, oh, thanks, fancy Nancy. Like, a lot of those kids' books, like Berenstain Bears and stuff I like, Peppa Pig can go to hell. That thing is nasty. But, um, and there's other books that are hit or miss or whatever, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Fancy Nancy at first, but she's got some good stories and stuff is what it is. So I'm like, thanks, Fancy Nancy. Well, one of her fish died a couple days ago while she was gone, like the whole like eyes blowing out or whatever. And I'm like, oh man. So I went to Meyer, picked her up three new fish. So now she's got the one fish originally and three new ones. Well, <laughs> By the time I go to bed last night, one of them's dead. I'm like, all right, well, she didn't see either of those, so, or, yeah. So she saw the one and knew it would probably be dead. Didn't see the other one. I'm like, cool, so I can just tell her I got her two fish. Or just say a couple of fish, because I try not to lie. And then, um, so I got rid of that one, so now she's at three fish. Cool. And that one dies. Now she's back down to two fish, and I'm watching these fish just struggle. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. They're struggling. They're, like, they're up at the top of the bowl, and they're like, <laughs> trying to breathe and stuff. I think zero fish knowledge here really so I empty out their bowl I clean it out because I don't want to kill another fish while she's here and she's like I just want you to give me another fish I'm like sweetie we can go to PetSmart right now I will call ahead I will pay for it online we will go pick it up they'll bring it to the car we'll have more fish no just get it while I'm gone I'm like yeah but I'm trying to calm you down right now and fish in five six days is not gonna calm you down today so that kind of sucks um and she's super sweet, and she's just like, no, you can just get them when I'm gone next time. I'm like, yeah, but I want you to stop crying now. So I'm just dying, because she lost this drone, which again, was really cool, and I believe she thoroughly liked it. And I wasn't going to pull out the other one and just be like, oh, you lost one toy, here's another. I don't think that's right to do either, but I don't, I want, I want to stop the crying. I didn't break, I didn't give her the thing, which has to do with the Mother's Day present. Again, I can't remember if I talked about that or not, but... um. That was a whole other thing. So I'm trying to do what's right. I'm trying to set boundaries. I'm trying not to let this be a, you know, mom and dad divorce. Now you get whatever you want. Or I keep breaking on things. Like it sucks. But I'm trying to set a precedent and, you know, establish certain guidelines and rules. And I got to buy her some extra stuff too. Because, like, I had to fill the house. Because the ex won't give me any of my stuff back. So um, so that's a whole other thing. And that's a whole other a whole other kit and caboodle. So um, anyway... So it's just kind of been like 
a nice thing to be able to get her some extra stuff, kind of put some stuff in the house, and then find a balance where I don't have all this crap like she does at her mom's house now of just shit people have bought her over the years. So that she doesn't do anything with and just takes up space, but you don't feel like you can get rid of. Or some of it's genuinely decent stuff. It's just like, oh, I can't get rid of this. Whatever. Anyway. So it's this weird kind of line I'm drawing, but it just crushed me. It was horrible. So that was not the, how I was going to start this podcast, but that's where I decided to go with the podcast to start it because that's what's weighing on my mind. So she passed out relatively quickly and easily. I mean, she was out like a light. She always is the first night. And, you know, so I just took a minute, watched the Harley Quinn show on DC Universe, and then uh, popped over here because I need to do this. So, yeah. So that's the start of this uh, episode of I'm going to make this episode 77 of A Better Father, even though I have a 77 already. That's kind of a weird rant, but I'll pop that up as a bonus next week or something. That's my transition. All right, so it's been really good running. I'm finding like a good balance of running clear in my mind and then actually making stops to make notes when things get into my head because I used to be like, oh, I'll remember that. You're not going to remember it. So... um, so as I'm out running and these thoughts are coming into my head through podcasts, through music, through just running, my mind's kind of flowing. So I don't remember what podcast I heard it on, unfortunately, but I did hear them talking about money and what the amount of money we need. Well, apparently there's a football player, um, I did look it up and I'll show note it, but who is living off 25000 a year. He's going after his MBA or whatever. He likes to play chess, read books, and what he, the world he lives in doesn't require um, more than 25000 a year, apparently. And he's like, why do I need you know, a $30,000 car that's going to drive just as well as a $20,000 car, blah, blah, blah. Really like this guy. Again, everybody knows I'm not a football fan. I think it's a horrible sport that harms people, and they're finding it more and more. That's a whole other rabbit hole. But, And it's an issue right now because my ex's family likes football so they're trying to put my daughter and I think it's a violent sport that treats people horribly and I'm not it's not something I want to introduce her to but her family can do what she wants and then I get to do what I think is right for my daughter when I have her so anyway so as I was running I was thinking what would I want to be doing if I had all the money in the world and I was like I'm gonna kind of list these things out think about them a little bit and as I was thinking about it, if I didn't have to worry about money, what would I be doing? I'd be writing, running, doing a podcast. You know, I'd probably do some travel or something if I had the money to do it. But really, if it broke down to it and I didn't have to think or worry about money at all, I'd be running, writing, doing a podcast, reading, running, writing, reading, doing a podcast. Yeah. Like, one, all of those things I can do, all of those things I have the equipment for, all of those things I have the ability to do without any worry or wonder. Most of those things I'm already doing. So why aren't I doing them more? Why aren't I doing them better? My car is fine. I just spent like $500 fixing it, but it doesn't, and it's a 10, 11, 12 year old Prius or whatever, 10 years old, 11 years old. I don't know. Yeah. I think 10 years old. But it still runs great. Even when I had him appraise it, it's worth like $2,000 tops. But the guy even said, like, you're not at the beginning of this thing, obviously. It has 130,500 miles on it. He's like, but you're nowhere near done with this car as long as you keep the maintenance up on it, which I do. 
So I'm like, yeah, why? I don't need a fancier car. I don't need a better car. And I remember it was, one, it was really rude and insulting, but with the ex, she had gotten a new car when our daughter was born. And at the time, I'm driving a seven, eight-year-old car, and she had to get a new car. Why did she have to need to get a new car? And I quote, I'm not driving around a seven-year-old car. And honestly, at the time, I was like, Jesus, how messed up are you? <laughs> like, that's horrible to think, like, I just can't drive a seven-year-old car. God only knows the family issues that called this, that statement to be made. But I was driving a seven-year-old car at the time. So I'm like, ooh, that's a horrible slate because I assume you're not going to spend our money on me. You're going to go buy yourself a new car, which she did. Uh, which turned out to probably be a good thing because, you know, we divorced. But, or maybe I would have got my car in the divorce that, haha. So, anyway, my car is fine and it runs great and I don't need more. And I don't have whatever insecurity would cause somebody to have to go get a new car. Like, I eventually I'll want a new car, a better car, a nicer car, whatever. Or I'll just buy another used car for $9,000, $6,000, whatever, and run that for a couple of years. Like... I'm getting to a point where the societal pressures are are easing, not increasing. And, you know, there's things that I'm processing being 45 years old in a divorce, giving up my career seven years ago to raise my daughter, now having to deal with my ex and her family and stuff. But, but that, it's almost like those insecurities I'm worried about or being put on me are happening from them. And if I let that go and I don't give them that control over me, like, I'm happy where I'm at and I'm getting happier every day and it's just crazy so anyway so that was just kind of a a moment I guess um yeah but already what I want out of life if I had all the money to do what I wanted out of my life I can do without needing all the money in the world to do I have to figure out how to balance better but as I was reading this article about this guy He's like, I don't need money to do these things. I'm happy with where I'm at. And again, he's going to have retirement and all these other things that, thanks to his football career. So there's worries he doesn't have, and I thought about that too. But to live year to year on 25000 and be happy and be okay with that, I'm just like, yeah, that's that's doable. That's feasible. And why wouldn't you? Like, what what is it you're chasing or trying to get? So that might be a bigger, longer, crazier question or something, but just to process it and uh, maybe anybody listening to this to get their brains kind of thinking like, what is it you want or need from more money? What is it you would do or get out of having more money? For me, nothing. I have everything I want right now. I can take care of my daughter. We don't, the stuff we do, I mean, we play, oh my gosh. I've talked about this many times before, but after she kind of calmed down, we started to find a spot. I was like, okay, sweetie, what do you want to do? At 1 o'clock, 12.30, 1 o'clock, we started playing Harry Potter with just the Harry Potter dolls, coming up with different scenarios and things. And we did that until bedtime, like literally at 6.40, I was like, okay, sweetie, like lights out, we're done. Got another five minutes out of it because, you know, I know the balance and, you know, you set things up, you go back so that you can get to where you want to be. And, uh, yeah, so six and a half seven hours somewhere around there of just straight literally straight harry potter play my only breaks were pee breaks to get something to drink i did a little bit of dishes but then she came out and yelled at me and said you're not supposed to be doing the dishes and something else so huh what do you, you don't need money i mean those dolls cost 15 20 bucks tops she's got harry potter draco malfoy hermione granger 
and Ron Weasley. I have a couple of them hidden away for, you know, pulling out at a later date or a birthday or whatever. Maybe grab a couple more. So, honestly, those are for me as much as they are for her because then I have more characters to try to create stuff with because, oh my gosh, six hours. Imagine putting on a play for six hours. And when I said something about that today, she's like, tomorrow's Saturday. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, then we can play Harry Potter. And she said her goal is to try to get us to play for 12 hours straight. So if she wakes up at 6-ish, which usually she wakes up around 6.37 on her first night with me. Anyway, so there we are with that. And now I'm going to... I'm stealing that from uh, Wayne's World. Alright, so... I had talked about, I think this was in episode 77, so I apologize if I'm flip-flopping this a little bit, but I'll just pair some up real quick. Her mom got her a cat. I think that's a horribly disgusting thing to do. Your daughter just went through a divorce. She's three, four months in. She has her mom and dad at separate places. She seems to be adjusting well. She has another cat that we've had for the last few years. The cat would come up. She's made little comments about, like, when I see your hat on the couch sometime, I think it's a cat. Yeah, I have talked about this before because I do the same thing. So anyway, she's adjusting. She's getting through it, and then her mom buys her a new cat that she now has to leave or miss. And it crushed me, and it killed me, and my daughter focused on that. Again, this might be more episode 77, which I'll post as a bonus or something next week. But, um, but it was killing me. It was killing me for my daughter. It was killing me for me. And it was just a horribly disgusting, just despicable thing to do that just, you gotta be better than that. Like, just think, goldfish that we already know are gonna die every couple of days are not something she holds, pets, works with. She feeds them, she obviously likes them. She's already gone through like eight of them in two weeks. Like, it's just so different scale. It's ridiculous and disgusting. Well, the other day, and again, this is weighing heavily on my mind. She makes a comment about... And again, I think everything's going to be about this cat. It's just breaking my heart. And she says to me... And it was my five days with her. And she said, How long until my mom comes to get me? I'm trying to... Asking how long she gets to be with me until her mom shows up, I think is how kind of how she put it. I said, oh, sweetie, this is our five days. And again, I've got this thing in the back of my head about this little cat she's got. And thinking she's just going to do another countdown like she did the previous time. And I was like, you know, it's our five days, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, good, because I'm really glad I get to spend that time with you, or paraphrasing that. And it was just this, like, oh, my God. Like, it was so hard not to just, like, break down and cry because I literally thought it was going to be this, like, oh, then I don't, I get five more days till I get to see my new kitty or something. And it was like, no. And it's like, oh, good, then I get to have my five days with you or whatever. And I was just like, oh, sweetie, it's like you know. It's like you know. And then after I got over the emotional roller coaster of having my daughter rip my heart out through my chest in the best way possible, I was just so happy I kept that hurt and that anger in check. Like, it just... I could have reacted differently, I could have reacted poorly, I could have let it be known, I could have let it show, I could have texted her mom just like, this is disgusting, like, how dare you? And she's been talking about her cat, but not in a, not in a bad way, not in whatever, just telling me stories about her cat, or saying like, this is how the cats are getting along, or they walk side by side, and it's all sweet, but none of it's about, part of me thinks her mom did it to try to get favor or whatever, but it's like, my daughter loves me, and like, have faith in that. 
Know that your kid loves you. Know that your kid trusts you. Know that your kid wants to be with you. If you're doing it right, if you're a good parent, like, why would this cat win out over her dad that she spent literally nearly every single day with for six years, taking care of her, taking care of her, playing with her, guiding her, showing her, teaching her, being a positive influence in her life? And I was just crushed that like this stupid cat was gonna somehow put a dent in that or take that away from me. And it's no, it didn't. She was excited to see the cat. She was excited to get with the cat. She was excited to meet the cat. And then she did. And then she was back to just liking being with me. And she wasn't like bad or anything or like not wanting to be with me, but she was literally sitting out in the driveway waiting for her mom to show up to come get her that first day she was gonna get to meet the cat. And I was just like, oh my God, this is my life. Like, I can't believe she did this to me. And, and my daughter just, it's a story. It's another thing at her mom's house that's not at her dad's house. And I was seriously like, I might have to get a cat. Like, I was like, this ancient divorce, like, anxious, not ancient, anxious divorce, just crushing moment, washed away by an amazing little girl that just loves her dad. And it's just, I can't believe it. I mean, I can believe it. It's very easy to believe. So anyway, um, so I'm about about 20 minutes. So they, my, I've had a couple of go long as I get better at rambling on this thing or hopefully better at rambling on this thing. But um, uh, I'm not going to talk about it really right now because I haven't fully developed it, but I've got this new thought process that I was working on. I'm calling it my triangle, which is anger, fear, and insecurities and where after this last situation with the cat and, you know, evaluating my entire life because, you know, what else do I have to do right now? Um, how those three intermingle and connect and how anger, fear, and the insecurities play off each other or work on each other. So there's more I'm going to do with that. There's more I'll talk about with it. But, uh, yeah. So I'm going to link to the article about the football player. I'll put meh.com on there because why not? And, um, yeah, I guess this will be it for episode 77 of A Better Father, even though it's a little mixed up. I titled this one Pump Up the Volume originally because I assumed I was going to talk about Pump Up the Volume or do something with Pump Up the Volume or maybe I was just referencing 77, which I really need to put up as a bonus next early next week because um, I meant to do it sooner and I was going to put it up today instead. But I really, would really have this one go up because I don't feel like that one's kind of a good full episode. So that is all I have got there. And, um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Anybody who's listening out there, anybody who might be getting something out of this, I know there's probably a couple friends listening, but there's also a couple non-friends listening. And I'm just a uh, dad trying to be divorced after having to raise his daughter alone for six years and now try to do what he thinks is best for his daughter with, by himself with her mom gone all the time and now trying to do what's best and right for my daughter by doing a 50-50 split and, and be decent about this. And... It's not always easy, and they are making it hard and hurtful, but um, I think my daughter will see in the end that her dad did what was right and best for her, and it's not always going to turn out the way I want it to or think it should, but when it all is said and done, I think it's going to be just like the cat. Like, thanks, that's cool, but that's my dad. So, all right. Thank you very much for listening to A Better Father. I appreciate you. Goodbye.